welcome to episode numero cinco, number five of Lion Logic. I do know a little bit of Spanish, muy poquito, tiny bit, and that's all I know. All right, that was the Spanish lesson for today. Uh, today's episode is about Jesus Christ and how he is an allegory or representation of the sun. Our solar disk in the sky. So, um, before I do get into it, I want to preface with this. Um, I fully believe in God, the creator of this planet, where we live, this beautiful planet. Uh, I love our creator. Uh, I believe this planet is made solely for us, that there's no other life forms. It's just for us, that we're special, created in his image. Um... However, with that being said, I don't believe that Jesus Christ was a real person. So, I know you're going to hate me for this, possibly, some people, but uh, it's important that we look into these things and research them. Because when you don't research something and you just take someone's word for it, that's called brainwashing. Or programming, or whatever. So, uh... It shouldn't be too long of an episode. You never know, but we'll see. So, um, get cozy. Alright. So, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. Like, S-U-N. And he's not the Son, S-O-N, of God. Alright, so follow me, okay? This is gonna be long, kind of. Not long, but just... Kind of weird. Just pretend you've never heard of Jesus or whatever. So, um, the entire story of Jesus' travels during his ministry is an allegory for the yearly journey of the sun through the 12 zodiac constellations and the passage of the four seasons of the year. Um, so, it's just a representation of the sun's uh, journey over our planet throughout the season. So <clears throat> if I can explain in a simple form, I would say that uh, on the flat earth during the summertime in the northern hemisphere in America where I am, the sun is, it dominates the daytime, right? There's The days are longer uh, in the summertime, the shorter in the wintertime. This is because the sun's trajectory, its path, its line of path is sort of like a spiral it it's levitating above the northern hemisphere in the summertime there's actually a video i posted on my instagram that shows exactly what i'm talking about right now so if you use that video and the jesus video on my page that should cover pretty much all the research i mean you can do your own research to it but uh that's a lot of good information right there on this topic. So, um, anyway, the sun dominates the sky in, in the summertime. Um, then, when it hits fall, the sun's trajectory, I guess you could say, becomes wider. So, it becomes colder in the northern hemisphere. And that's why Australia, their summertime is in our wintertime, in December. Because the sun's trajectory is over Australia, it's over, I believe, um, South America, and 
a part of Southern Africa is the trajectory, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, so yeah, that explains the sun's trajectory, okay? And if you're not uh, hip, I guess, with the flat earth design and the model and stuff, it's just, just picture a pizza and, um, we're standing on the pizza, of course, and then the crust is the ice wall. It's the outer edge. It's what contains the Earth's oceans. Um, so yeah, just imagine the sun and the moon levitating over a pizza, I guess, or a plate, whatever you want to picture. Um, all right, so I'm going to read a couple things here. So, at the time the Jesus story was written, the sun was considered to be born in Capricorn, the sign Capricorn. It all has to do with constellation, the zodiac constellations and all that stuff. So follow me here. Um, so the Capricorn obviously being around December 25th, this is where it begins its annual ascent or ascension, traveling up through the uh, ecliptic and into Aquarius, the water bearer, right? Which is the age that we're now living in today. Um, Aquarius is where the Jesus story begins. The rainy season begins, the first step towards the recovery of the annual harvest process. So I'm going to take you side by side. Uh, we're going to compare the story of Jesus with the journey of the actual sun in the sky and how it correlates together and how it's all going to come together. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Story begins. Okay. The rainy season begins. Oh, I think I already said that. Within the church, Jesus, the son, <clears throat> visits John the Baptist. Now, John the Baptist is a representation of the age of Aquarius, like uh, the water sign. The man is holding the pitcher of water, pouring it. It's a constellation in the sky. Um, a point I want to touch on before I get really deep into this is... Um, I can't believe I just lost it. Um, is that... Imagine you're without a phone, without any books, without any TV, nothing. You're in the old age, okay? You're in the dawn of man, and you're just here on the planet. I don't know how it happened, whatever, but, I mean, let's just say you're just hanging out one day, and um, it's maybe fall around September, okay? And you're your people have figured out that the sun is what keeps things alive, right? So it, it, it keeps the food growing. It keeps uh, people healthy. Uh, it, without the sun, there would be no life, okay? So it's not such a reach to assume that people back in the day would worship the sun. It's common. It's actually uh, common knowledge. Um, just look up anything like sun worship, sun deities, all that stuff, um, all that stems, I mean, sorry, Christianity stems from all that, like Mesopotamian uh, literature and all that stuff. So, uh, like Isis and Horus and 
they they were all born on December 25th, born of a virgin and all that stuff. The same exact stories because they're all representations of the sun, which they uh, worship and stuff. So, um, yeah. So the next part. All right. In February, the sun is now in Pisces, right? The age of Pisces. Um, if you're born, I believe, February 18th to March 18th or something like that. Um, so this is the representation of uh, the fish, the Visica Pisces. It's the fish. It's Jesus. Okay. Um, great time to go fishing after all that rain, right? Uh, not so good for the hunters or any harvest yet from agriculture. So fishing is, uh, it's sustenance for the people. So remember the symbol for Jesus is the fish, uh, Visica Pisces. Um, also remember his fishermen friends, his fishing adventures, his multiplying of fish, etc. Uh, also after Jesus visits John the Baptist, John was put into prison. And then all of a sudden there's just no details about what happened to John the Baptist or if he ever got out or was killed. But uh, Jesus just leaves. Uh, but as an astronomical allegory, we see it uh, because now at sunset, the constellation of Aquarius is moving below the horizon. Therefore, it's gone. It's out of the picture. It's being put away. So it's an allegory for um, the age of uh, Aquarius being gone because now, um, sorry, I'm just responding to the text message. Ah, because now that we're in the age of, uh, we're no longer in the age of Aquarius, which represents John the Baptist in this allegory. Um, so getting to the next point. <clears throat> sorry about that. Okay, um, Right. Let's see. Jesus the Son, S-U-N, continues on his way to Galilee. Galilee means circuit or closed circular path like the sun's path. The, the ecliptic is the path the sun travels along during each year. Also in February, Pisces, the two fish, is where the sun enters its next path. Jesus visits Simon and Andrew, the two fishermen. Aries, the ram, uh, which is the lamb of March, follows the Pisces. It, so it comes after Pisces. Uh, I think March 20th, March 21st. During March, baby animals begin to be born, and so are baby lambs. So remember, Jesus is referred to the Lamb of God, also... Remember in the Old Testament, uh, it was a ram who was sacrificed in the Abraham story. In March, the crops begin to grow. The days get longer and warmer at the, uh, at the time of the vernal equinox or spring equinox. Christians celebrate Easter. Easter because the sun is now rising due east. It is customary for Christians to wake early for sunrise, then head to Mass and announce he has risen. So it's in direct line with the sun. Um, in April, the sun passes through Taurus, 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 the bull symbol of Rome. 
Uh, in May, the sun passes across the Milky Way, stars that appear as a lake in the sky. Uh, at this point, Jesus goes to the lake and walks on water. The ref it's is basically a representation for the reflection of the sun on the surface of the water, uh, which indicates walking on water. Um, it's all allegory. It's cool. The Bible has a great message. I, I highly recommend it, but read it with... Um, with a clear mind, I guess. Take the good out of it um, and live by that. That's what I've done. But some people think that just because I think Jesus is the son, all of a sudden I'm satanic or atheist or, oh, you don't, you're not a good person or what's wrong, dude? You got some issues? I'll pray for you. No, please don't pray for me in the name of Jesus, please, because you're, you're just praying to the sun and that's even more blasphemous than anything I could do so um, alright next page let's see uh, next the sun crosses into the constellation of Gemini uh, the twins after crossing the lake Jesus heals two demon possessed men so this is representative of uh, Gemini um we now reach June, and the sun passes through Cancer, the crab. And we reach the summer solstice, the longest day of the year. So like I said, this is um, the longest day of the year, the highest amount of percentage that the sun will ever dominate the sky during the day. Um, so yeah, that's why it's... That's why it's long. So, but now the days are going to get shorter. So in July, the sun passes through Leo, which is the lion, um, zodiac, and enters the strong, hot days of summer. In the Jesus story, John, the Aquarius symbol, reappears and is beheaded. Notice the movement across the horizon from Aquarius to Pisces. After six months, Aquarius begins to rise at sunset and appears as though the head is cut off by the horizon. So it's it's more out of the perspective. So now it looks like uh, the constellation's head is being cut. This is uh, John the Baptist rising from the dead among those who are below the earth. The beheading of John is a personification of darkness. Jesus goes to the mountaintop and shines brightly just as the sun shines brightly during the summer months. After Leo, the lion comes into the age of Virgo, the virgin by the way, uh, for the harvest season. Uh, that's what comes next. The image is even depicted as holding a grain of wheat for harvest. Summer passes on into August. The food which grows from the virgin soil of earth. Right, so yeah. Oh, I thought that was a continued sentence, but that was the end of the sentence. Uh, so yeah, the food, it, it obviously grows from the soil of the earth. Uh, Virgo is the eternal celestial virgin. Farmers wait each year and are known as uh, husbandmen, wetting their fields to the virgin every year. This is the happiest time of year for, for farmers and uh, I guess everybody, technically. Jesus makes his triumphant entry into Jerusalem and everyone is happy to see him. It's an allegory for the sun entering the sign of Virgo, right? Zodiac sign, the constellation. We're talking about the sky right now. Uh, when the harvest time ends, the sun moves into Libra, 
This is the scales of justice <clears throat> that we see in uh, law today. Uh, time now to sell the harvest. Scales are used for buying and selling. When nothing is left, the money changers pack it in and leave. Jesus is seen here as driving the money changers out of the temple. That's when he's like pissed off. They wrote that story. Oh, I'm going to flip the tables. This is just a representation for the sun traveling through that time of the year. Um, the season has passed and the selling of harvest goods has ended. As we continue the annual journey, we reach the Last Supper with Jesus and his 12 disciples. The 12 disciples are the 12 zodiac months surrounded by the sun at the center, making 13. So if you look at the zodiac calendar there's a, a cross in the middle which is uh, representative of the sun which that's why you look at pictures of Jesus a lot of them have the sun behind him or the sun with the cross that's the zodiac cross um, so this is the natural time of year to have a big feast right so even today we celebrate the winter holidays with our own feast Without the harvest of food, man would perish. Therefore, the sun truly is the giver and sustainer of life for all things. Um, we eat the flesh of the fruit and drink the blood of the grapes, an allegorical repre representation of this feast. Uh, figuratively, the sun which makes the fruit grow and the grapes grow. So, Jesus, the sun, gives life to you know the fruit and the grapes and all this stuff. So, which uh, the light produces for the fruit to be able to grow, to, for their flesh to produce, right? To be healthy, to be ripe. Um, this is why it says we eat the flesh of the Lord, blah, blah, blah. So as the winter months, move, as the winter months progress, the Jesus story begins its decline as well. The days become shorter and colder. So as you know, winter gets really cold because, like I said in the beginning, the sun's trajectory, it's way far out. So take a pizza, okay? Just look at it, pretend you're looking at a pizza, and you have a, an imaginary sun hovering over that said pizza. Hover the sun clo as close as possible to the crust as you can and go around. That's what the sun is doing in the wintertime. Uh, in regards to the northern hemisphere perspective. So today is January. The sun is has already made its way back. I'll get to that in a second. But say today's December 10th. Um, the sun would be on that path, on the outer crust path, uh, in the pizza analogy. Um, that's why it's so cold. The sun is The sun is local. If the sun was far out in space, 93 million miles away, there'd be a constant temperature. There would be no temperature changes. But the fact that um, it's local, we do have these changes and people get all confused. Oh, global warming. No, the sun's just local. So, um, yeah, that's why it's so cold in the wintertime. All right, continuing on. So in October, the age of Scorpio, it is a scorpion. Figuratively stinging the sun and beginning a slow death. So the sun is, uh, as it's setting, it, the constellation of Scorpio, the tail of the scorpion and the sun line up. So it looks like 
it was killed and the son is dying. Um, Jesus is betrayed by Judas. Judas represents Scorpio. So the story of Judas killing Jesus or betraying Jesus, um, that's just Scorpio taking down the sun. And then now from you know October to December 21st, that's the age of Scorpio, uh, you, you're cold. I mean, you're cold as hell. It's, you feel like you're going to die. Um, that's what Revelation 9-5 is about. It says, uh, And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. So I'll break down Revelation 9-5 real quick. Um, the year is divided into two categories. It starts from March and it goes to September. Those are seven months of bliss, right? So March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Once you hit October, that's when the days are shorter. So the night dominates this, the, the day, right? Sounds weird to say, but the night controls twenty the majority of the 24-hour period of a day. Uh, whatever, you get it. So October, November, December, January, and February are the months of winter. And it ends on the spring equinox, which is March 21st. Um, the beginning of Pisces, or I, I forget. So let me just finish this real quick. Um, so it says, and to them it was given that sh they should not kill them. So in the story of Revelation, it's talking about the war of Israel. By the way, Revelation is about the year 70 AD. It's about the war of, against uh, Jerusalem and the Romans and how John was fleeing. But the writer isn't John. I don't really believe any of that stuff. I believe... The people who wrote the Bible were Roman Catholic or Judeo-Christian type people. They're, they're controllers, Jesuits and all kinds of people like that. Um, they wouldn't allow the Bible to be in every person's home if it actually meant something, right? Because so, they want you to worship the sun. It's a false god. Um so it says, but they should not be killed, but they should be tormented for five months. And their torment was at the uh, come from the strike of a scorpion. So I don't know how this wouldn't tell you that what I'm saying is true, but um, or how anyone could not know that this is true based off of this quote here, scripture. Uh, but it's so telling. When I saw this, it was... It was such an eye-opener to me. Um, so October Scorpio indicates the first month of the five months of torment. So that's why that says in Revelation, they're striked down by a scorpion and they suffered for five months because in the wintertime you can't grow food. The sun is not around, right? But, um, all right, let's get back to it. So the 30 pieces of silver, which is spoken about during this time, uh, represents the 30 days of the month of, uh, of October. Or I'm sorry, of, uh, of the cycle of the age. Uh, the month is one full cycle of the moon. 
so a circular piece of silver in the sky so it, it's a representation of the moon it's 30 days the moon is in the sky for so the story about the 30 pieces of silver that's what it refers to i don't know too much about it off the top of my head but that's what it refers to um so jesus is crucified and laid to rest in a tomb or a cave um but have no fear after three days he will rise again so this is this is the resurrection prophecy uh, in those days, it was December 22nd when the sun was at its lowest. It seems to be barely detectable as it enters the tomb, the underworld below the horizon. Um, I'll explain this real quick. So, during the winter solstice, uh, December 21st, and for three days after, the sun is at its lowest point. It doesn't move as far as any degree north or south. Um, going from April to October, the sun is descending and it's traveling further out of our perspective, out of our, our perspective. Yeah, I was right. Um, so it, it, it becomes less powerful, right? The temperature goes down, it decreases. Um, so the sun's trajectory is, is at its furthest far furthest like stretched out um you know ecliptical path where it's bordering that crust that outer edge you know out there it's basically it's hot as hell in australia during this time so for three days you know back in the dawn of man let's go back again to that time um you know imagine they would just watch the sun all the time and they're following it and they're like hey the sun is isn't moving. I think it's dead. You know, it's not moving. I think it's gone forever. It might not even be coming back. Um, but then on December twenty fifth, which is Christmas, um, the sun rises one degree north in the sky. So that's where you get the whole Jesus rose again three days later. It's the sun. The sun. The sun is at its lowest point for three days, which is representing the the death, right? And then when it rises, it represents the resurrection. Um, not to mention that on December 22nd through the 24th, the sun is right below the southern uh, crux, which is the southern cross. It's Latin for cross. Um, so that's why they say he died on the cross and was raised again three days later um let's see this cave okay yeah so that's pretty much it um the sun rises again uh one degree north and then now it's coming back that's why they celebrate christmas is because it's um a sign of good things to come like the sun is coming back hey we we get to grow food again we're not gonna die the five months of torment are almost over. Um, let's see. So on December 25th, the sun begins its new cycle, heading back up and onward through its annual journey. The Savior, the sun, uh, which has been reborn, or born, reborn, whatever, uh, it begins the same cycle and bases for 
for the same year, right? It just keeps going on. Um, and if you look at the the uh, image of the Last Supper, the painting by, who is it, Da Vinci? Um, there's 12 apostles sitting at the table with Jesus having their supper, right? Um, you have six disciples or apostles on each side of Jesus. So looking at Jesus, we could see that he is the son. So he represents the son. Uh, um, but I guess we can go from left to right. So if you want to pull up that image, I could depict it for you right now as I sit here and talk to you. Uh, the Last Supper is what it's called. So from left to right, you have the guy all the way on the left wearing the green. I believe these are all the same color in every every photo. Uh, he's wearing a green robe. Um, that is representative of Aries, the sign of Aries. So these first three guys are the three months of spring, Aries, Taurus, Gemini. And then the next three are three months of summer, Leo, Cancer, Virgo. And then there's Jesus, the sun. And then the next three are the three months of autumn, which are Scorpio, Libra, Sagittarius. And then the three months of winter are Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. So, and I believe, let me see here. Yeah, uh, Scorpio is Judas. He's planning to his attack or whatever. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it from what I had uh, scripture-wise. A lot of people always ask me on Instagram, um, you know, are you serious or whatever and about Jesus and how could you say that or not even the people who are appalled by my, my statements, but uh, there's also people who are genuinely curious, like, well, how do you figure? I guess the simplest way to put it is, um, you know, Ancient civilizations relied heavily on the sun. Therefore, they worshipped it and watched it and tracked it. Um, they wrote stories based off of it to help them remember, to help future people remember uh, the importance of the sun and harvesting and taking care because you have to have enough food before the harvest is over because you will die in the winter time um unless you cannibalize each other but which they probably did a lot of these people probably did that's why you hear about cannibalization and civilizations um that are older than ours uh especially tribal ones where they're um secluded from the world and whatnot so they worshipped the sun. It was their savior. The light of the world. Um, it walks on water because the reflection of the water. Um, it can turn water into wine because that's what the sun does. It ferments grapes with the mixture of water. And it eventually turns it into wine and people get drunk. Um, eat the flesh. That's the grapes like I was telling you about. Um... 
Oh, the story where Jesus feeds all the people with all the fish, that's because that story occurs in the age of Pisces, which is the, we all know is about fish. So there's these certain stories to personify Jesus as this human, but he's really just the son. Um, What I really wanted to say, though, about on on this episode before I end it is... uh, you know, just because Jesus is the Son, it doesn't mean you can't praise, I guess, if you want. But I wouldn't even praise. I would just be thankful for the Son. Um, but I posted on my story a couple, I think it was last week. I said, when you go to a restaurant, do you... Do you thank the waiter when you eat the food? Like, why would you thank the waiter? Hey, this food's great. All the waiter did is just bring it from the chef to your table. They didn't do anything. And not only that, but they're asking for a tip. They're expecting it. It's a very weird situation. I still tip, but I think... I don't believe waiters... Certain waiters deserve tips. I think that the the owners should take care of that stuff. But anyway... um. Yeah, I just don't think that, you know, you should praise and worship the sun just because it gives you life. Um, God put that sun there to give you life in order for you to live. So we should be worshiping God and only God. Um, We should try to unlearn, you know. We're in a new age where a lot of things are going to come to light. And um, I believe that people are going to, you know, be hurting at first. It does hurt. It hurts to know that you're wrong, you were lied to. But then it's so rewarding. It feels so good to overcome these things. And especially collectively, like on Instagram, it's so cool to be part of all that. But uh, that's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening and uh, have a good day. Thanks.